Welcome to Power of Design. Carrie Walker and Ernesto Miranda combine their unique styles and 35 years of knowledge and experience to bring a cutting edge approach to the evolving world of interior design. Now, your hosts, Carrie Walker and Ernesto Miranda. Hello, everyone. It's Ernesto Miranda on RNCM. Today we have a special guest, uh, Chris Flesner. He is the principal of Retail Solutions in Dallas, Texas, one of the top commercial brokerage firms in the state, and a UT Arlington grad, one of my alma maters as well. So um, I'm surprised that we haven't really run into each other when we were there, uh, considering probably how much both of us drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so right now, I mean, obviously the, the Dallas market is extremely hot. Um, are you kind of seeing that continuing on, and, and what have you been experiencing, you know, with running the Dallas uh, office here? Yeah, the Dallas market's, you know, on fire, and, you know, we haven't even seen these corporate relocations move their employees here yet. So, mm. you know, the Plano Frisco markets, you know, and Toyota and uh, St- State Farm's already there, but Liberty yeah. Mutual, when these employees move here, it's just going get, to get worse. Um, you know, everything seems to be trending up north. Uh, they call it the five billion dollar mile. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Legacy West, Wade Park. You know, you got Jerry Star project. It's yeah. just um, all that farmland turned into urban infields. It's it's crazy to watch. Yeah. Are you are you finding um, really a, a hard time finding space for 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 your clients? The the prime restaurant space is becoming really hard to find. You know, the, the end caps with with visibility and frontage are you know there there's not enough of them out there. Um, there's more restaurants looking in their space yeah are you are you seeing that more uh, more of the especially now i think you you guys were, were part of the icsc show that i think that was last week are you is that what you're seeing more more multifamily mixed-use kind of developments happening all along that corridor there, up in the suburbs you're seeing a lot of uh, grocery anchored developments yeah um kroger is on fire right now mm-hmm. and walmart supercenter is coming up left and right and so we're seeing a lot of that and then a lot of the cities are requiring retail underneath the multifamily I think the multifamily developers would would build a multifamily without the retail, but cities want the the tax dollars. So you're seeing that go underneath these projects and the live, work, play type environments. Yeah. Uh, You know, one of the things I've been reading up on is especially the mixed use uh, on how difficult it is to have that that balance of the different uh, retailers and restaurateurs. Is that something that that you being able to help a major client kind of figure that out on, on, uh, on a major development? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we'll do void analysis and just figure out where what's missing in the market and put mm-hmm. it in there instead of just putting someone in there to get the rent. Yeah. You know, it's uh, more of an you, amenity to the project. Yeah, and, and what, what kind of separates retail solutions from, like, let's say, some of the other guys out there? What, what do you guys feel you bring to the table that really nobody else does? Well, we have a, an open platform for our brokers where all of our brokers can work on all of our projects, where it is very unique in the, in the commercial real estate field where, you know, you'll have one or two brokers on a project, and that's all the brokers that can work on that project. Mm. So, you know, we, we feel like we get more deals done for our clients um, with, with that platform. Okay. And then, you know, just coming off of the, the big ICSC, which is, you know, the Texas one is pretty big. I've, I've actually had the opportunity one time to go to Vegas to, the, to that one, and that blew me away. It was like a parking lot of, uh, of Learjets um, <laughs> all over the place. Never seen anything like that before. Um, uh, and uh, is the Texas ICS the same way? It, it's, 
nothing's like Vegas. <laughs> and there is. What do you think, Zach? Anything like Vegas? Um, not Nothing just, like not Vegas. Just, not just the show, but the, the whole city, the energy. It doesn't yeah. really go to sleep. Um, yeah. But the Texas show is good because it's just retailers looking to expand in Texas. And so we can go to the Vegas show and talk to different retailers, that, but they're not yeah. looking to come to Texas. But yeah. the Texas show is specifically, a, these guys are here to do deals in Texas. Got it. And then um, where do you see the opportunities for growth innovation and the new real estate projects coming online? Uh, the growth is up north. I mean, Prosper is getting hit right now. I think mm. Salina is next. Yeah. Um, you know, you're starting to see McKinney and Melissa coming online. All those um, kind of secondary markets? Yes, sir. How about anything moving towards the east? Towards the east, I mean, the, there's not as much development going out towards the mm. east. Um, you know, everyone's going up north. Unfortunately, the south side of our, our town is pretty much undeveloped. Yeah. So it's just the traffic's going to, the next five years, going to become a problem. Yeah, I, I think it already is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Your office is right close by, is that correct? Yeah, we're right across. Yeah. Uh, we're Preston Alpha, so we're real, real yeah. close. Yeah, and then there's that whole development going on down there. Uh, when are they slated to? Are you guys involved in part of that with the, the whole Valley View being We demolished? are not, but mm. if for him to get the Dallas TIF money, he's got to start demolition in December. So got it. So a lot of changes coming. We'll see in the next couple of months if it's real or not. <laughs> Well, um, you know, I know you guys work with a variety of different clients. What, what would you say for your Dallas office? What is your specialty? We're, we're primarily a landlord representation firm. We do a lot of uh, Walmart, Supercenter, mm-hmm. uh, Shadow Anchored sites, um, a lot of grocery sites. And, you know, that's our niche. We, we do represent tenants as well, but we're primarily a landlord representation firm. Yeah. What, what are your some, some of the clients that you represent? Uh, we represent N3 Real Estate, uh, BH Properties, mm-hmm. um, Excel Trust. Um, Starpoint Properties. Okay. Um, so, we, you know, we represent not only the national firms, but we also represent the individual owners who own, you know, one-off, one-off strip centers. Yeah. And then um, as far as, like, you working with a client, what? how do you – walk me through. What, what, let's say you have somebody who's looking for, let's say, um, two floors um, for a law firm. How uh, – what's, what's, the, what's the process that you take your clients through that's, let's say, separate from any of the other brokerages that are here in Dallas? Well, we'll do a full full market evaluation, you know, provide the available spaces, you know, call and get price in, all, all the typical stuff. And then mm-hmm. we'll get comparables and deals that have been done in the area so you let you know what market price is. Um, you know, then we'll put together a tour book and, and drive the sites with our clients. Um, what um, are, are there any particular things that you look for specialty um, at like let's say any of the amenities is that kind of something that you're seeing now happening in that kind of class A class B uh, market for buildings we really don't do much office space okay. so but I'm seeing the buildings come with a lot more amenities to attract the tenants mm-hmm. um, you know we specialize in retail and you know the, the amenities are you know the, the traffic drivers to the center and the parking yeah. is the, the, the anchors correct yeah um, as far as like um, any of the design trends that you're seeing out there on, on the uh, shopping center side, what, what are some of the things that you're seeing right now um, that, let's say, perhaps five, even ten years ago, you just don't see? I'll tell you what, the construction prices are, are getting back up there. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. <laughs> but, I mean, the trends I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot more unique clients coming to the market with uh, different build-outs. You know, it's not so much the cookie-cutter chains anymore. It's, uh, you know, it's the new concepts coming up with, you know, new designs to, to attract people. Um, I'm seeing landlords kick chilies out to get a more unique concept, which, mm. you know, five years ago would be unheard of. Yeah, that, that is pretty surprising because they're, yeah. they're pretty much a, a staple almost yes. everywhere. 
Um, as as far as like the the design trends in shopping centers, you, are, are they are you seeing more of the typical kind of shopping center frontages, or more interesting, or or more um, textural reliefs on the the front of the buildings? I'm saying more up in the suburbs, more typical storefronts, but you get into the you know deep Ellum and you know design district. I think mm-hmm. that you're getting a little more unique you know storefronts. Nice. Well, we're here with uh, Chris Flesner of uh, Retail Solutions. Uh, we're about to go to break, and we'll be right back. More Power of Design is next, only on RNCN. Number one source for premium talk radio. My name is Ernesto Miranda with Walker Miranda Design Studio Principal. We are a commercial and high-end residential interior design firm with architectural capabilities. We do anything from restaurants, multifamily, commercial office, and retail. A lot of design firms tend to have a signature look. We don't. We really take our clients' brands seriously. It's really important for us for our clients to have that signature look. That's what we create for them. For more information and a free consultation, visit us at walkermiranda.com. You can also reach us at 214-680-7202. Did you ever notice that there are more men than women talking about politics in America? Me too. That's why I wrote my book, Ladies Can We Talk, which is all about women talking about America's future. Check out our Facebook page, Ladies Can We Talk, and our website, ladieskanwetalk.org. I'm Debbie Georgiatis, and I invite you, women and men, to be part of our conversation about the issues that will shape America's future. That's Debbie Georgiatis and Ladies Can We Talk. You're listening to Power of Design on RNCN. Hello, everyone. We're back. Chris Flesner of uh, Retail Solutions is the principal of the Dallas office. And we were just talking about the latest uh, real estate trends in the market. Um, one of the other things, uh, what are the like top three issues that you see in the DFW market happening here in the next few years? Um, I mean, we just need to be careful about not overbuilding again, um, which I think the lenders are doing a good job with and controlling you know, who they lend money to for the construction loans, making sure the sites are, are pre-leased, et cetera. Um, and parking is a, another big issue that, you know, we need to make sure we're providing enough parking on these centers because, um, you know, people in Texas don't like to walk to go to Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, are you seeing that across DFW? Um, I am. I am. I think uh, I think Dallas is a little hotter right now than, than Fort Worth is, mm. um, you know, mainly because these corporate relocations. Yeah, you know, I'm seeing a little bit more uh, the residential side over in Fort Worth kind of exploding now. Okay. Um, I'm seeing a little bit more mixed-use type of developments that are planned, but, you know, I would say probably out of the 100, maybe one or two get developed mm-hmm. um, on that side. Um, as far as, like, uh, let's say, what what type of advice would you give a prospective client working with you um, on – the ease of working with a professional like you guys. What should they be bringing to the table to make your job easier? Well, I mean, we basically provide all the information for them to make an educated decision. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it makes sense to use a broker, whether using retail solutions or another firm, because, um, you know, we provide the market knowledge and do all the legwork for them. So, you know, they got all the information in front of them. They can make a decision on, you know, where they should go. What, um, what, what type of mistakes do you see um, prospective clients making when they're making that type of decision of, of you know, leasing out of space? Um, 
definitely these rental rates are getting up there. So you're seeing these guys, I think, overpay for some of these spaces out there. Okay. I mean, you're seeing rental rates pushing in the in the forty dollars per square foot in the suburbs, mm-hmm. which I mean, that's an insane number. And it is. I think these spaces are going to be coming back in the next couple of years. Nice. I mean, that's unfortunate for them if, let's say, they're, they're in there. Is that something that, um, you know, for us on our firm, we, we pretty we, we value that candor with our clients, that if, let's say, we think they're going down a, a wrong direction, we actually speak up. Sometimes we get overruled, but really, ultimately, we're there to kind of provide that information for our clients. Is that something that you guys are, are also passionate about in regards to telling your client, you know, you guys are freaking crazy for paying $40. We can get you somewhere else at 30 Definitely, definitely. I mean, you definitely got to voice your opinion and let them know that, you know, you think that that's too high. You don't want to put someone in there just to earn a commission. You want to see yeah. them survive. You so. want that long-term um, relationship. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I, I mean, I really enjoy driving down the street and seeing, you know, someone be successful that I, I put in that space. So, yeah. you know, you definitely want to voice your opinion. And it's not, it's not about the commissions you earn. It's about, you know, helping your client yeah. with the best decision. So tell me, I mean, what, uh, after college, what, what kind of got you into the real estate? What was that, that, epiphany that you said, hey, this is really what I want to be doing? I kind of fell into it. I got uh, started with a firm called uh, Boxer Property, where they actually pay uh, a salary, a very small salary. Mm. All right. (laughs) And a bonus. And so, you know, I saw these brokers, you know, making all this money. I was like, that looks easy. And so I decided to go into a brokerage and found that it's really not easy. (laughs) (laughs) You got, especially in Dallas, Dallas is one of the most broker talented markets in in the country. And you got to scratch and claw for for every penny out here because there's some some guys out there that have been doing this for 20, 30 years, and you know they know what they're doing. Yeah, and they've got all those major connections already. Correct. Although you know you being a principal of a Dallas market, you've got to have your own kind of interior network of yes, people. Yes, sir. You, you so, got to. Yeah. Um, I know you guys represent a lot of restaurants. What what are your some of your favorite restaurants that you've uh, you've been representing lately? Um, I don't do a lot of tenant representation, mm, but okay. I'm, I'm putting a, a bar group in. Uh, mm. Lower Greenville right now, okay. and you know I'm excited to see them open up so I can go there and have some some beers. Yeah, what's if you want to? What's what's their name? What's 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 it going to be? I can't disclose that yet. All right, sounds good. We'll have to have you back so we can yeah. we can maybe plug them and have them on the show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I know you're pretty passionate about what you're doing. What what is what kind of gives you inspiration to to kind of keep that daily grind going? Um, I, I'm just a deal junkie. I like I like to get these deals done um, and help my clients, you know, find their spaces. Um, you know, some of them it's their lifelong goal to open their this concept, and it's just it's very fulfilling to help them with that process. Yeah, and and you know when you're going through that process, I know a lot of clients um, typically have maybe one one consultant that they bring to the table. Um, do you guys, as, as far as retail solutions, help them kind of pull all those consultants together? Yeah, we have a, a, a vendor list that we'll provide them. Um, you got to make sure, be careful about recommending somebody because, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately these days that lawsuits come up. And so, yeah. you know, just definitely can't give legal advice and can't say you should hire this guy. You know, you yeah. provide them a list and, you know, these are guys that some of my clients have used before. Let them make the the decision. Correct. <laughs> yeah, we do the exact same thing with our <laughs> clients, especially restaurateurs. Sometimes we'll end up surrounding them with uh, really almost every single consultant that they need. Some yeah. of them, that's the very first time they've ever done it. So we always want to see them kind of succeed. Restaurants are always a, a really crazy um, 
part of of the the real estate side. That's yeah, tough. You get a couple of bad reviews with the social media now, and you know it's tough. Yeah, yeah. You know, speaking of Lower Greenville, there's a uh, there's a spot in Lower Greenville that that I've actually um, at another firm that I was previously at. Um, we actually designed the space three times in a matter of 18 months with three different concepts um, just because, you know, they just don't have any idea on how to start it, you know, yeah. start it or run it. And talk about parking problems. That's, that's uh, parking problems down there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. are you, are you guys, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys are running into those parking problems. My guy's there. a little further North, so it's okay. not as bad as an issue. We yeah. get further down South and yeah. you know, you got, you got buildings down there that don't have any parking in the city. Mm. The city's not working them at all. So they basically can't lease the space. Yeah. It's insane yeah. in regards to parking. Absolutely. I mean, we run into that all the time. We we actually try to kind of push our clients away from that area because of the parking issues. Mm-hmm. Now, plus, you know, Bishop Arts is another location that's that's really exploding, um, and they're running into the same problems now with with the uh, the parking side of it. Uh, although I don't think you guys have that problem up north. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what What are the most recent deals that you've been uh, that you've been able to to help one of your clients with? Um, I'm leasing a property in downtown Fort Worth where we're, we're putting a, a steakhouse in, you know, 7,000 square feet. And it's kind of unique because uh, around 3,000 of that square feet is uh, subterranean in the basement. Hmm. And so it's a, it's a unique property um, that that part of Fort Worth and downtown area is really yeah. exploding. you got Frost Tower, Caddy Corner from us yeah. going up. Yeah, I know so, exactly where that's at then. Yeah. So basement then. So yes, is, that the, is that the kitchen area, or are they actually going to put the restaurant down there? It's a cool little lounge area down there. they mm-hmm. got a, a bar area down there, nice. and I think he's going to do some, you know, have some catering and, you know, mm-hmm. have, like, networking events that come yeah. there during lunch, et cetera. Yeah. So, you know, speaking, you know, with restaurants, um, uh, one of the things that we do when we're working with our restaurateurs, we always have them um, do some test food for us because uh, we tend to find a lot of inspiration in the food. I, I'm, hopefully, you guys get a little bit of that as oh, well. Oh, yeah, it's a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, that's one of my favorite things about doing restaurant work. Um, we are going to break uh, again in here with uh, Chris Flesner of uh, Retail Solutions, and uh, we'll be right back. More Power of Design is next, only on RNCN. Hi, this is Michelle Williams. I'm a national sales representative for J. Hilburn Men's Custom Clothier. At J. Hilburn, we want to help our customers dress better. We know that they can get a great fitting product at great quality for a great price. If you're wanting to expand your wardrobe or just need help with your day-to-day dress, go to michellewilliams.jhilburn.com. That's michellewilliams.jhilburn.com. Hi, my name is Gil Bonifaz, and I'm the owner-operator of Cafe Herrera at the Omni in downtown Dallas. As a fourth-generation restaurateur, we strive to bring you a new generation of Tex-Mex and to continue on the legacy that was started by my great-grandmother over 45 years ago. At Cafe Herrera, we're taking a modern approach towards Tex-Mex. From our sizzling fajita bar to our tequila craft cocktails, we strive to provide the best experience possible for all our diners and continue the legacy that was started over 45 years ago. Whether it's lunch, dinner, drinks, or catering, we'd love to see you out. Find us at CafeHerrera.com. You're listening to Power of Design on RNCN. Hello, everyone. This is Ernesto Miranda. We're here with uh, Chris Flesner of Retail Solutions. Um, and I'm going to go off topic now because I know both he and I love restaurants, and I'm sure we, we tend to spend plenty of time at bars. But uh, So tell me, what are your favorite uh, what are your favorite watering holes? Favorite watering holes? Uh, I like Jack Swillgrill up north. I'm okay. a big craft beer guy, and all they have is Texas craft beers yeah. on tap. 
And so, you know, that's one of my spots there. Um, Yard House here in Addison, you know, I like that place. Yeah, that's a great place. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure I'll pop in a few other places here and there. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we're, we're working on one uh, new project that's uh, actually across the street. Um, it's a group of guys um, who they've put together a, a development group for restaurants. All of them have graduated from uh, from Jesuit. And uh, so they're going to have a huge line of all Texas craft beers. So I'll definitely need to send you an invite for that because that's yeah. that's a lot of fun. What where's what, that going? That's actually right across the street, right over here in the uh, um, I forget what the name of the shopping center is, but it's right there near the Lowe's. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other. Like, there's a Starbucks right there on the corner, and it's right behind that. They're kind of okay. redeveloping that. But um, finally, we're 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 finally in construction, and hopefully they'll they'll come on board. Uh, uh, they're hoping for a uh, Christmas opening day. Okay. So you have to send me an invite. Uh, I I definitely will. There's the I think uh, I believe we've got Kent Rathburn doing the uh, the menu development and and uh, cocktail list. So it should be pretty good. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that tasting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so as far as Dallas, what's I mean, um, what what other things do you like to do here in Dallas? Uh, I'm definitely a, a big golfer. So okay. I like to go out and play golf. Yeah. Um, you know, I got a four year old daughter, so you know she keeps me on my toes. Yeah. You know, always going going to movies and going to the park etc yeah um but, well with the with the real estate boom you uh, most brokers your, your week is probably looking like three days of hard work and the two days on the golf course <laughs> i wish <laughs> <laughs> as, as quiet as fridays are it seems like uh, a lot of those brokers are out there on the golf course though. yeah yeah you know i love playing golf every once in a while we'll, i'll be able to get out there but just you know how busy we've become it's it's i used to have this rule on, on fridays i would t- at least take start taking one from one o'clock on and go play at mm-hmm. least half a round but yeah now it's next to impossible trying to trying to do that um you know getting back to uh commercial um expansion um besides north what other areas in in texas do you guys see um as another potential growth or are we still looking at that northern side of austin the uh the northwest of houston what are, what are you seeing in, in the trends here in the state i'm not too familiar with with the houston trends i know the the pflugerville area in austin is, is really exploding right now yeah um and then south texas is is really exploding as well you, you're talking about like a on oh, the valley mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what type of things that you're seeing down there as far as the same type of retail expansion you're actually seeing some some national firms actually move down there now. It's, it's you know it's been more you know mom and pops down there. Yeah. But uh, you know it's it's a different market because you can't run demographics and see the the cash that's trading mm-hmm. hands down there because it's it's cash. Yeah, and you guys are represented, I think, in every major market. Is that correct? Yeah, we're in Dallas, Houston, Austin, Laredo, McAllen, San yeah. Antonio, and Midland. Yeah. And we just opened an office in Jennings, Louisiana. Oh wow! Um, how did that go? Uh, it just got opened uh, before ICSE, mm. so it's going well. Wow, that's the first time I've heard anybody expanding into Louisiana. <laughs> 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 that now, I have to assume that in Louisiana, uh, most of the time, that's going to be probably a half work day, and then the rest of the half going to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got a lot of daiquiri shops down there too. <laughs> <laughs> that always amazes me that they have those drive-through daiquiris. It's like it's like their nail salon. It's in every strip down there. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> um, I, they I, they used to have the daiquiris um, over in uh, New Mexico when I was living in Albuquerque, and that always blew me away that you could actually drive and drink at the same time. Yeah. Well, they uh, put they put a the, leave the paper on top of the straw, so it's not an open <laughs> container. <laughs> That's we got we got to we got to start something like that, Zach. That is paper thin right? logic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, but officer, the straw, the papers. Yeah. On the hey, straw. it's on there. What are you going to do? <laughs> it's legit. <laughs> Um, so, um, as far as like a expansion, um, 
from the real estate side, uh, are you primarily seeing all the growth just happening on the north, or or what what are you seeing within the Dallas you know quote unquote loop? Well, I'm seeing uh, downtown's definitely making a resurgence right now, and you know, for the longest time, people just didn't live downtown. When yeah. people went home, it just it was dead, and you're seeing a lot of uh, apartments coming online down there, mm-hmm. and you know it's good to see downtown coming online, and you know uptown's been just on absolute fire the last five years yeah i was i was reading uh, that they're actually looking at uh, potentially adding a couple more parks although where i have no idea but yeah i but think they they're are. they're talking about expanding clyde warren i think yeah and then there's another one they're talking about down by the zoo mm-hmm. uh you know connecting oak Cliff to that side of other side of uh, the freeway there yeah and i know the the new uh what is it, the old uh, dallas hotel um is supposed to be opening up as well that's supposed to be a, a really big um you know grand opening that they're going to end up having there so, but yeah, um, do you, is that, is that an area of, of town that you guys also represent uh, clients? We do. We do more tenant representation down there than, mm-hmm. than landlord representation. But, you know, we do do some work down, down there. One of my agents lives in downtown, so he's pretty so he's up really, on the trends. Yeah. What, um, what other things that you're seeing in the marketplace from a, from a square footage standpoint? Um, are you seeing really large um, acquisition of space or are you still seeing kind of inlet um, sub market tenants coming in. I think a lot of a lot of the retailers are shrinking their their footprint, except for the grocers. The uh, uh. you know Kroger's, I think they're 130,000 square yeah. foot. The stores now, mm. but you're seeing a lot of other retailers shrink their footprint. You know, especially the electronic retailers, the furniture retailers. Yeah. You know, you're not seeing a lot of 30,000 square foot users out there like like you saw in the past. Now, um, how from a technology standpoint, um, is that something that you guys also have to consider for your clients in regards to, you know, existing buildings or even new construction, new technology that's out there for particular tenants or even the way you guys run your business? We're definitely, you know, trying to stay up on the trends with technology in our business. Um, as far as our clients' business, uh, we don't really get involved in their, their technology, but, you know, I think e-commerce, you can't ignore it right now. You got to, you know, if you ignore it, you're going to be in trouble. Like, um, or like Radio Shack missing the trends. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I was just reading about that. That um, now Amazon is actually thinking of getting a store, which is kind of ironic that they built their their whole concept around being able to just mail it. Um, and that, that's really something that surprised me. Are, are you seeing the same kind of trends from yep. the e-commerce to an actual standalone? Amazon's had uh, small footprint stores for you know for about a year now. I think mm-hmm. so. Um, that's something that they've they've been pushing to get towards yeah and how about um the, the other thing that comes up with us all the time is is the lead certification in green building design is that something also that that you're seeing in the marketplace is that um a, a trend that's going to continue or are you seeing that kind of kind of tame down we don't see a whole lot of that in the in the retail projects um but i think in the office buildings it's something that's that that's out there you know making the not just for the certification but it's making the buildings more energy efficient yeah, um, one of the challenges that we have with our clients is, is the fact that they want to be uh, green, but the cost to do it is so much more. It could be anywhere from about a 15 to 25% increase in the construction. Of course, we're both challenged with the whole construction cost being too much as, yeah. as it is now, but we're seeing the exact same thing is that there, there seems to be like there was a, a big, huge trend and there was all kinds of lead um, um, notes and everybody was talking about them. Uh, and now you're kind of seeing it calm down. And, and, you know, getting restaurants to go that direction is almost impossible. Yeah, good luck. Same thing with retail spaces. Yeah. Just everything is bare bones minimum. 
Well, um, we're about to wrap up here. Um, Chris, thank you very much for coming in, and uh, hope you enjoyed the uh, show. Yeah, thanks and, for having me. Yeah, we'll definitely have to have you back, and, and maybe the next time David's in here, we'll, uh, we'll be able to have you guys both on it. Sounds good. Thanks again. Hi, this is Andrew Sabo, Vice President of Symphion. I'm responsible for the marketing for Symphion's Information as a Service. We have a particular focus on hospitals and healthcare organizations because they are particularly vulnerable to cyber security risks. The average patient record is worth $363 on the black market. Symphion's Information as a Service gathers intelligence on your print fleet or your Windows-based devices in such a way they can identify and audit the security settings of each device. We're able to deliver that information in a concierge style to the appropriate parties so they can take their cybersecurity plan to a whole nother level. For more information, give us a call today at 214-522-4000 or visit us on the web at Symphion.com. That's S-Y-M-P-H-I-O-N.com. Symphion, the unparalleled value of innovation in action. For America's wounded warriors, coming home can be a battle in itself. The USO provides ways for all of us to support our wounded warriors. Join us. Visit USO.org to learn how you can make a difference in their lives. In small towns and big cities around the world, Habitat for Humanity volunteers gather. Hammers are raised, bricks are laid, and another family finds shelter in a home they help build. Habitat volunteers are changing lives for the better, and in the process, maybe even their own as well. Support the work in your community or wherever your heart leads you. Volunteer, get involved, and help build it. Visit us at Habitat.org. You're listening to RNCN.